I really think like probably the huge turning point in terms of like, I wouldn't say losing the love, but wanting to to transition to something new was um, my favorite producer, Jay Dilla had passed. Mm, okay. That to me was like a huge shock to my system because that was what I, like to me, that was a dream of like working for like, okay, the goal now is to just get in the studio with this guy or let him hear your music somehow. Just let right. him know what, what that music, you know, hearing Tribe Called Quest, hearing Farside, hearing, you know, mm. Busta Rhyme stuff. And I remember just being young and looking at the credits of just like, this guy is, he's he's inhuman so it's yeah. like the fact that this music can bring you closer to somebody like that was always i think an aspiration of mine um so at that same time i i don't know you know whatever you believe in or the person above i don't know whatever you want to call it it works in mysterious ways i had a friend that got signed with an artist who was a new york city legend uh in house music I know you're talking about. <laughs> you know, okay. Dope, man. I know you're yep. talking about him. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, he, um, he was working with Kenny, and then I think we were, go- we were going to some party. I forgot what party it was, but because it was somebody he had met in Kenny Dope's studio. Mm, okay. And it was these 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 two young kids at the time, if anyone has ever heard of the Martinez brothers. Yep. This is like the Martinez brothers were, like, just starting out. And um, I had heard of them, like, just in the rumblings of – just learning about this new world and things like that. And we, we went to go check them out. And then we ended up just linking up with them at the end of the show. And I remember um, talking to Christian, who's the younger brother. And I forgot what record I mentioned. And he the first thing he was like, how do you know that? And I was like, oh, you know, I have that record. And I know Dilla sampled it on this. And because this, this kid was like probably like 15 at the time. And I'm, you know, getting closer to 20 years old. And he just, his encyclopedia of, of music was just out of this world and for him to know this obscure reference of like this progressive rock record just we had a connection right away the friend he was with who ended up being my label partner now um i found out he lived in my town so at the end of the night you know they go to you know because they're still young kids so their parents are taking them home to go upstate and then me and you know this new friend i made you know, he lives in Weehawken. I live in Union City. And then the next day he's like, yo, you know, um, since we definitely have like similar records, like, would you mind just playing records? Because he didn't have a setup at the time. Mm. And I think I was just, I was like, yeah, sure. I was like, you don't want to come back from class? Come over to my place and we'll jam out. And honestly, that turned into, you know, like 13, you know, 12, 13 hour sessions easily. Mm just sharing music, sharing ideas, sharing mixes and things like that. Um, and I just like, it was a huge jump into electronic music and just sort of learning um, more and more about what that world looked like because he had been touring with Kenny uh, before he was friends with the Martinez brothers, mm. I think in the early nineties, like mid nineties when like Kenny was at his apex. I mean, Kenny's still a force now, but at that time it was like when Kenny was getting, you know, when, you know, guys were making like five figures for like a Janet Jackson remix, you know, for a remix that you don't hear on the radio. You radio, yeah. Love, <laughs> you know? oh. So, um, yeah, you know, we really hit it off. Um, and I think just we we both decided since we were both moving in the same direction just to continue to, you know, number one, the friendship was more than anything I could have asked for. You know, I, I think musically, 
um, it's important to have not only people that you do you connect and identify with, but people that you also share like similar values, because um, especially with dance music, I feel like dance music can get very personal with the way you're presenting yourself um, because there's not an emphasis on sort of like, I mean, yeah, you can be like a top like 40 EDM DJ. Sure. There's people that are like that, but as far as the underground thing, like you're spending a lot of time trying to look for the music that you identify with that you think works on the dance floor. So there's a lot of like being vulnerable in that. Cause sometimes you hear a record and you know, there could be a part in a part or two in there that you're not, you don't know how it's going to go over. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. And and then you have that moment where it's like, you're like, okay, what's going to happen? And it's like, let's say it it bombs and you, it ruins the whole night. Like it can really defeat you. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.